Hi, I'm Christine Blanchett, and welcome to my Run With It podcast, where I interview runners, people are following a healthy lifestyle, to celebrities, to people who are making a difference in the world. I also have a Run With It show. It's a running fitness and health program. You can catch the show on runwithit.ca, and thank you for listening. Joining me is Dr. Jack Taunton. He's the former chief medical officer of the 2010 Olympics. He's also the founder of the Vancouver Marathon and founder of the Vancouver Sun Run. And he's back on the show, the podcast, Run With It, to talk about some exercise tips and advice specifically for seniors. Welcome back, Jack. Well, thank you, uh, Christine, very, very much. What I will uh, address today is uh, seniors, but also a specific program that I was fortunate enough to be able to raise a million dollars for with an endorsement uh, with uh, my co-founder of what we call a brain wellness program. Uh, And that's um, Dr. Silky uh, Cresswell. And she is a neurologist that specializes in Parkinson's. So this is a program that uh, focuses on people with uh, chronic brain disease, uh, Parkinson's, MS, Alzheimer's. Also, though, those individuals with mood disorders, depression, Mm. anxiety, and also individuals that have had a concussion but with ongoing symptoms. Mm. So uh, this uh, follows along with, I guess, close to two years ago, I was lucky enough, uh, I'm not a fundraiser, but lucky enough to raise another million for a cancer uh, exercise program. And we have uh, both these at the Alan McGavin Sports Medicine Center on campus at uh, University of British Columbia. So the program itself, and we would use this for those that do have uh, chronic brain uh, uh, dysfunction, but also seniors, and it focuses on exercise, mindfulness, and music. Music. All of which have been shown to improve the quality of life for seniors and particularly for those that, let's say, have Parkinson's or have depression or anxiety. And so, Christine, they involve uh, an aerobic element and that would be uh, steady state exercise. So that would be at a, a moderate tempo for, uh, for somebody just starting off would be 20 minutes. And uh, with this, I have to preface it by making sure that the uh, our listeners have the okay from uh, their family physician to embark on an exercise program if they have not uh, been involved, you know, before. Mm-hmm. And uh, so with this steady state, and we'd start at 20 minutes, and it would be at a moderate walk to 
begin with, and uh, which would be 60 to 70% of your maximum heart rate. And to calculate that, as you know, Christine, that's 220 minus your age, and then take, let's say, 60% of that. So for somebody myself, I'm 72, uh, so that uh, would be a heart rate of 115. And once they're comfortable with doing that, then we would do a one-minute faster walk and then a four-minute slower walk uh, and do that for your 20 minutes and then two minutes of a faster walk and then an easier pace for three and then three minutes faster then four and then you're walking fast for the full 30 minutes and then we would increase that to from 20 to 30 minutes and in addition to that component we would then add an interval session uh, of 20 minutes uh, where the individual uh, goes briskly uh, for two minutes and then easy for three minutes so that's five minutes and we do that four times and then we would increase uh, to three minutes of a faster tempo and then an easier tempo Christine just like if you were preparing to do uh, uh, intervals uh, with your competitive uh, running so we build uh, that up so that we've got this faster tempo and then an easier tempo and then faster and easier and and gradually increase uh, that Um, in combination with that uh, working on your heart-lung component then we have a strength element and what we have found and others are uh, you know have shown this and we're uh, evaluating all of these to see which is the most effective uh, in with research but this is strength using large muscles like your quadricep your thigh muscle and we have found and others have found that if you exercise hard by you could do this uh, and we're going to say right now with the pandemic we're not in a gym Mm -hmm. so you're going to do a quarter squat which is a drop squat so you go down quick up slowly Mm -hmm. and we would do two sets of 20 reps no weights in your hands uh, with both legs together then we would do one set with your right leg, put your left foot, uh, tip of your toe down just to give you balance. And uh, then with the single leg, uh, we would do uh, two sets of uh, 10 repetitions. And then we would repeat that two sets of 20, both legs together. And then, uh, individual legs, two sets of of 10. When you're comfortable with that, get two large milk containers. And you can fill up those milk containers, if they were filled with water, would be 10 pounds. And so we start off 
filling it with a quarter um, water, so that's going to be two and a half pounds. And you hold that, and they're easy to hold, one in each hand, and then it's down quick, just a quarter squat, up slowly, down quick. And then uh, again, the two sets of 20 with both legs, and then uh, two sets of 10 uh, with a single leg. And uh, then when you're comfortable at two and a half pounds, then fill it half with water. So that's going to be five pounds. And then you can build that up uh, to three quarters full, which is seven and a half pounds. And the reason that we're trying to work on the big muscles is when you exercise your big muscles, or if you had a, a home gym, you could do leg extensions where you're straightening your leg out again uh, with you know three or four pounds and, and then gradually build that up but what happens is the muscle that's activated releases a growth factor and that stimulates a protein or a growth factor in the brain called brain derived neurotrophic factor mm. and what that does the neural component is it increases nerve pathways. So when we age, what happens is we see a loss of nerve pathways. And that happens in dementia and Alzheimer's. It certainly happens in Parkinson's and uh, only in a specific area within the brain and uh, with MS. And uh, so the neural factor is you've increased nerve fibers and uh, the trophic component is it increases blood vessels and we know for people that are losing their memory uh, part of that is a loss of blood vessels you know to the brain so we do that with big muscles and you could do that if you were used to doing rowing uh, and you have a rowing ergometer in, the, in your garage or your basement uh, and that's going to work your chest muscles and it'll do the do the same thing so we have the aerobics we have the strength and then the other component is when we age and just like these people that have let's say it's parkinson's or ms their gait changes and uh, so you can improve that by being in the house where there's a straight line. And if there's hardwood floors, you'll have a straight line. And, uh, or it could be uh, a line between the flooring and the tile in the kitchen, as an example. And uh, you would walk uh, with heel toe walking. And you would walk across the house and uh, where uh, you place your right foot down and then the heel of your left foot uh, by your big toe and then you do that if you have to if your balance and what occurs with seniors your balance becomes uh, a bit impaired uh, you may not be able initially to do a full toe walk but you may have to have your feet uh, a few inches apart and and you work on your gait uh, as you're walking across the house on the, on the line. Mm -hmm. And the other element is balance. 
And the first balance drills are just static balance, very simple. Stand on one foot and uh, with eyes open and eyes closed, make sure your hands, if you're feeling a bit shaky, you're doing that by kitchen counter. Uh, so you can put your hand down uh, to, get, to make sure you don't fall. And so we do static balance. So with eyes open and you do that for 20 seconds, and then eyes closed for 20 seconds, and we do five of those, and then when that's comfortable, you can increase that to 10, and then, you know, two sets of, uh, of 10. The other kind of balance, and we know that when we did our studies that we've talked about, uh, with overuse uh, injuries between men and women, the one thing that was very evident was the women, although they didn't get injured more, but uh, one of the risk factors that women had that men didn't have was their dynamic balance was poor. And so a way you can work on your dynamic balance is consider your standing in the middle of a star. And so you can uh, hop from the middle and then hop over to the right side and hop and land on one leg. Mm -hmm. Then you can hop back to the middle and then you can hop over to the other side and then hop back and then you can hop forward and you're hopping on one leg, landing and uh, balancing. And the other one is more difficult, you've got to be careful with this, is you're hopping backwards. Yeah. So it's a little hop backwards and you're balancing and holding that. And so we got, that is a, a, a test uh, and uh, a, main, a means of improving your dynamic balance. And, and these exercises are so important for those that fall, of a history of falling. And I know I've had a nerve injury in my back from uh, uh, had a, a narrow canal uh, on, and always, you know, had that. Yet I still ran 120,000 miles and uh, finished 63 marathons. But my biggest problem was I did fall and, uh, and I had poor dynamic balance because my nerves were getting pinched. It's like sciatica. Mm. And... Uh, so dynamic balance and the other thing to improve your balance is working on your abdominal strength your core strength you could work with you know a physiotherapist and right now uh, with the pandemic a number of the physiotherapists are running virtual clinics and we're running a virtual uh, program like this uh, through uh, our brain wellness program and our neurophysiotherapist conducts these uh, programs. Mm, and so somebody could, could Google uh, uh, the under UBC brain and then click on uh, the brain wellness program. And then this is a virtual program leading you through a program similar 
to what I'm talking about uh, here. And uh, so your physiotherapist, many of them uh, will be uh, doing physiotherapy classes where you can FaceTime and uh, your physio can demonstrate uh, these uh, exercises. And so your core strength is uh, the plank or doing a partial sit-up, bend your knees, bring your shoulders up and hold that for 20 seconds and uh, do five of those and then build up to 10. The other muscles that get weak with seniors and certainly anybody that's got any nerve or brain dysfunction um, is side leg lifting. Uh, for those of you who know that remember your anatomy, that's called hip abduction, or that's your gluteal muscles. And uh, so that you can work uh, doing side leg lifting, and when that gets easy, you can put a pillow, slide a pillowcase uh, with a pillow in it on your foot, and that'll give you some resistance. And uh, you can do 10 and then build up to 20 uh, of those. And the other muscle besides the side leg lifter is your hip flexor. And as we get old, the one thing that I find is I tend to trip because I'm weaker on my right side and I'll catch my foot. And it's because of weakness in your hip flexor, which brings your knee up. So you can be uh, standing and working on exercises where you're lifting your knee up and lifting your foot off the ground. And the last set of exercises are, and this was certainly made very popular for people with Parkinson's now, mm. the, the senior classes are using it, with Michael J. Fox, because he suffers from Parkinson's. And uh, this involves repetitive boxing kind of movements boxing? so in his class they do work with a speed bag so you get one arm going forward and the other and arm right and then left and right and left and um, they also use a, a punching bag so it's uh, and once you get back to your gym you won't have this at, at home but if you had an exercise tube or a TheraBand you could put that TheraBand uh, around, in my case, I, I, I put it around uh, a post on uh, a shelving system that we have in the garage. So I just loop it around there, and then with the resistance of the TheraBand, I can then use one hand going forward, and then, uh, then bring it back quickly, and then bring the other arm forward, just like you were doing. Uh, you know, boxing drills. And a similar thing is using an elliptical. You know, like you've got it in the gym. Well, obviously not too many people have an elliptical. Uh, but you can do that same thing with, uh, again, bringing your arm forward and back. So it's that alternating faster movement, which we tend to lose with age, and people lose that, particularly... Uh, it's been shown to be very effective uh, in, you know, in Parkinson's. So this works that repetitive motion. Uh, we've worked on our core strength for balance, and then we've worked the balance drills. 
you practiced your gait by walking on a, a line, and, and you could do it outside uh, on your driveway because they always, most of them will have a line in the concrete, um, and that will help your your gait, your your uh, walking. And then it's really important that you're working the big muscles to stimulate the brain to lay down new blood vessels and new nerve pathways, and then your aerobic component and steady state, and then adding the intervals. So that's a pretty comprehensive program for uh, individuals, for seniors, um, and that uh, can be incorporated into a fitness program. Uh, you can use it as a part of a warm-up, and it's certainly uh, a big uh, element uh, for our brain wellness program. So I hope that gives you uh, some tips. Uh, we're wanting to prevent uh, falls. We want to keep you uh, fitter. And the other thing right now, which is so important, is moderate uh, endurance activity improves your immune system, mm-hmm. yes. and which is so important with uh, this terrible virus that uh, we're uh, trying to avoid by um, uh, social distancing, keeping yourself two meters away from uh, uh, individuals, uh, the frequent hand, uh, you know, washing. Yes. And we meant like hiking, right? Hiking is good too. Like, you know, we talked oh, about hiking is, yes. hiking is excellent because hiking uh, involves uh, your core and those hip flexors that we were talking about and your hip, ab, you know, abductors. And it's a good, very excellent challenge for your cardiovascular system in terms of doing aerobics and intervals so that these exercises will prepare you for. Uh, your uh, your hiking and the balance is so critical because so many people uh, on uh, uneven trails uh, will suffer an ankle sprain uh, or a trip and a fall so that this will enhance your ability to uh, to hike and hiking is simply outstanding. Jack, thank you very much. And we're going to have to do it again. I mean, I really Good. enjoyed it. And well, thanks, uh, Christine. And uh, everybody, stay healthy, stay active, fit, and improve your uh, immune system. Uh, and uh, we want you out exercising in a safe uh, environment where you're not going to have trips and falls. Yes. Yes, and thank you so much. And it's good for your mental health, so get out there. and. <laughs> it, it, is. it certainly is, and that's why we have, the, uh, with our program on the UBC, where we have the mindfulness element. And, and music is really important, too, in terms of turning on those neural pathways. Yes, for sure. And thank you again, good. Jack. And Good. Well, have a, have a wonderful weekend. You too. Okay, bye, bye for now. Thanks for listening. This is Christine Blanchette, and you are listening to the Run With It podcast. And I have a show called Run With It. For sponsorship opportunities, just go to my website at runwithit.ca. And thanks for listening.
See you next time.